Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, here as always with my co-host, the very informative, technologically savvy, <laughs> some days, Donna Lee. You know, if it wasn't for me, this stuff wouldn't be produced, except for Sam. At and KLBG. Kelly and everybody else that helps okay, us. Okay, but I make it happen on the front end. The people just don't know the magic that I provide. <laughs> you provide a lot of magic. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. This is a men's health show. This is the Armor Men's Health Hour. We've been doing this show for about two years now, happily giving information to people in the Austin area, but also worldwide. That's right. We have Dr. Worldwide and our partner, Dr. Worldwide, other Dr. Worldwide. <laughs> um, you can hear our podcast everywhere. So we see that people listen in Europe and Asia. Asia. And, and other countries. Even Thailand. Even Thailand. Island, where my mommy lives. This is a show that is dedicated towards uh, helping men understand their health as well as the health of their family. We try to give it in a very honest, straightforward manner, uh, use words that we would use with our own patients uh, in the room. Mm-hmm. Like yum yum and dinglings. <laughs> and try to um, make the, the mysticism of healthcare uh, a little easier to grasp and something that uh, more men are willing and able to talk about real sensitive issues with us. Mysticism. Is that a word? Well, because I'm mystery. Oh, M-I-S-T-R-Y. <laughs> How do people get a hold of us? <laughs> you can call us at 512-238-0762. Our website is armormenshealth.com, where you can check out our podcast. Um, you can also listen to our podcast wherever you listen to free podcasts. They're everywhere, and they're amazingly informative. Uh, send your questions anonymously. They will be answered on air to armormenshealth at gmail.com. If you've been listening for some time, you would know several things. Number one is I graduated from <laughs> Baylor College of Medicine. <laughs> Which is the finest place to Mm -hmm. educate. Number two is that (laughs) my name is really Dr. Mystery. Number three is that I'm really proud of the amazing practitioners that we have in the practice. Started in 2007, uh, grown to four offices. With us today is uh, uh, one of our our earliest partners, Dr. Christopher Yang. Thanks a lot for joining us today, Chris. Right. Glad to be back. Chris, for uh, our listeners, trained at UTMB, went to medical school at the University of Illinois in Chicago. Did I get those right? I got them wrong. I got them wrong. Yeah. Come but on, that's me, okay. Give me the order. Yeah. So main thing is I did a fellowship in men's health, particularly specializing in erectile dysfunction, Peyronie's disease, and other uh, you know andrology type issues. So over peop- in Tampa. So people wouldn't believe that you spent a whole year on dinglings. Yeah. Tell me uh, what what motivated you to do it, and then uh, I really wanted you to come and discuss a very interesting patient question that we had today. Yeah. Well, I thought it was a part of urology that. You know, a lot of people want to take care of the, the cancer and, you know, the, the things that definitely affect patients. But, you know, I wanted to help with some of the quality of life type issues. So definitely learned a lot when I did that extra training. And, you know, I'm glad to be helping patients here in Austin. Now, the uh, penile prosthesis was invented somewhere. I don't remember. <laughs> what what medical institution was the penile prosthesis invented in? Well, they actually, there were actually two. There's one of them called the small carry-on <laughs> that was invented in Miami. Uh-huh. Small carry-on. Uh, but yeah. nobody wants a small carry-on. Oh, well, they want a big, big baler. Big carry-on. Yeah, yeah so big then <laughs> I guess the one that you're talking about is the inflatable prosthesis, which was, you know, some some institution in Houston. I don't remember. It's called Baylor College of Medicine. <laughs> okay. It's in Houston, Texas. And it's a pioneer of prosthetic surgery. Oh, fun fact. Didn't you all go to the same high school? We sure did. That's right. But different yeah. years, like yes, 10 years. Yeah, mystery was a, a mysterious bully. <laughs> a mysterious bully. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, these, these prostheses were actually invented in the 1970s. So they've been around for quite a little while. 
They hmm. preceded medication. Yeah. There was a time in our in our life where a guy reached a certain point, couldn't get an erection, and then we really didn't have anything for him. I actually read a book from the 1960s, and the very first sentence on impotence said that the majority of patients with impotence, it's psychological. Yeah. And now our, our whole approach to impotence is so different. It's vascular and neurologic. and There's some psychology. Yeah, there's definitely a psychosexual component. And, and who wouldn't be psychologically affected by their lack of erection so but necessarily the cause i don't know and so the idea of prosthetic surgery what, what we do is we put in a actual foreign silicone type type object in the penis maybe you could describe the most common ways that's done and then we'll ask that question that the patient had yeah so basically if you think of the penis you know i think of the penis always as <laughs> three long thin cylinders <laughs> i don't know how you think of it donna not just, thin. just one okay. not thin okay it's just okay. one large cylinder okay well inside of that one large cylinder there's three <laughs> one of the urethra where you urinate through often mm -hmm. obviously but there's two other cylinders called the corpus cavernosum those are on the top and those are the cylinders that fill up with blood when you get an erection so when you can't get an erection those aren't getting full and that's why you're not getting an erection sounds like science yeah science the way that these prostheses work is basically we put something in those cylinders that give you an erection. Mm -hmm. There's two main types. There's the one that came from the small carrion called a malleable prosthesis. These are cylinders that are always firm, but you could bend up and bend down. Or we bend, call them gumbies. Yeah, go bend, bend to whichever direction you want. <laughs> Gumby. The other type is an inflatable prosthesis, which is, I don't know, made somewhere. It was inflated somewhere in Houston, I think. Um, but <laughs> it's those, called the Texas Medical Center. It's Baylor College. Okay. <laughs> those are actually like balloons. So those you can mm. inflate and deflate, kind of like the old Reebok pump. Right. That's the one I see in, in the South Austin office, right? Yeah, you see them very all, all over the place. Oh, so Donna, impressive. why don't you ask this question because it really relates to these two different kinds of prostheses. Sure. All right, Dr. Yang. This patient said, I've had multiple back surgeries that have left me impotent and with very little feeling in my groin. I have a rigid implant that does not help. It bends when it needs to go straight. Before I got the implant, I tried the pills and injection neither of which worked for me. Also, I have retrograde ejaculation due to a TERP. Now I'm considering a pump device. I've heard they can also help with length and girth. Can you help me? And then he put please in all caps. So I thought we'd talk about first just just briefly, just this mention of the fact that if you've had previous back surgeries and you have diminished sensation in the genital area, erectile dysfunction can be certainly something that follows that. Yeah. So number one, you know, we're pretty glad you don't live in the 60s where they would just you know, say that it's due to psychology. Right. Mm. But yeah, you know, definitely any sort of back surgery, back injury, if it, if it affects the, the nerves that go to the penis, it can definitely affect sensation and make it tougher for, for you, you to get stimulation, which, you know, typically leads to, to, to erection. So, you know, on, a, on, a, on another episode, I might talk about how diminished sensation erectile <clears throat> dysfunction is, is treated by us. But this guy's already got kind of, he, he's already further along in the process. So we can't go backwards and use all the old different techniques. He's already had what sounds like a malleable prosthesis. Yeah. What should his expectations be if we were to switch him over to an inflatable prosthetic? Sure. So as far as the malleable prosthesis, well, if you have any prosthetic right now, there's no going back. So if we were to take it out, you know. Nothing that we have available now, like medications, is, is going to work anymore. Um, but the idea is, you know, if we can switch it over to inflatable penile prosthesis, that should make it so that it's more comfortable uh, when he's deflated and hopefully more rigid, more, more 
able to penetrate, you know, when he's inflated. It'll feel more natural. And it's something that, that you know, we can, we, we are able to do, right? We can go in, take those malleable prosthesis, uh, prosthetic cylinders out and put in a three-piece inflatable prosthesis. Yeah, that's definitely something that's possible. You know, of course, every patient is different. There may be some reason why uh, it would be tough to because the inflatable prosthesis does have a reservoir that needs to go somewhere above the scrotum, above the penis. Uh, so in very certain patients, that's not possible. But in general, yes, we can, we can upgrade the malleable. And uh, in most patients, if they're a Medicare or a VA patient, uh, the malleable prosthesis and the inflatable prosthesis are covered by insurance, right? Yeah, there's a lot of insurance companies that, that cover these devices. It's definitely something that you know, some plans specifically exclude, but that's something that our, uh, our back office or uh, our team is very good at checking into or looking into. Now, we do things a little different than others uh, in terms of how long patients stay and uh, things like that. Why don't you just explain briefly uh, what can a patient expect in terms of how long the procedure is going to last and, uh, uh, and how long they'll stay in the hospital? Yeah, so typically the surgery itself takes about one to two hours. Um, sometimes it's done as an outpatient, meaning go home the same day. Sometimes we do it with one day stay in the hospital. I tailor that to the individual patient, kind of how they feel, uh, their level of pain tolerance, and kind of their expectations, their goals. I think that it's also important to note that your general medical history, you know, this is really a lifestyle surgery. You need to have your diabetes under control. Yeah. You need to have your cholesterol and your and your high blood pressure under control. Exactly. So don't be surprised or angry when we're like, no, 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 your blood sugar is 300. <laughs> you can't have a surgery that could, you know, potentially get infected. Yeah, that, that's definitely correct. Infection is the worst thing that can happen. But, you know, uh, if you think of this treatment compared to any others, this is the only way to fix the erectile dysfunction. Anything else, meaning the, the pills, injections, shockwave, all of that just kind of uh, treats it. It, it just trying to uh, glam over it. It tries to make it a little bit better. But hmm. doing the surgery actually fixes it. It's an amazing uh, insight from someone who's dedicated a year of their life to uh, penile prostheses and implant surgery. If you are interested in getting the best care for your erectile dysfunction, we get a lot of questions for Peronis. Uh, Dr. Yang here trained specifically for, um, uh, for Peronis treatment. If you are interested in the best of men's health treatment, we would encourage you to come see us. Donna, how do people get a hold of us? You can call us at 512-238-0762 and check out our website, armormenshealth.com. Thanks a lot, Chris. The Armor Men's Health Hour will be right back. If you have questions for Dr. Mystery, email him at armormenshealth at gmail.com. 